Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back inside the lunch table, bringing you a special episode right out here from Honolulu, Hawaii, where I'm a little bit behind you guys. So we're coming Come in on, with a nighttime episode today, mm. coming in mm. more like a more like inside the dinner table than the lunch table. But y'all already <laughs> know it's my same two gentlemen. Guys, how are we doing today? How are we doing today? Saints good, man. one last night, man. Upset victory. I'm doing pretty good, man. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, Mike's on top of the world rolling into this Monday episode. So we're going to go ahead and get rolling. We're going to dive straight on into the NFL. And the NFL has us so screwed up with this schedule. We are all over the place. So the first thing we have to do is back up to Saturday. And on Saturday, I don't know about you, gentlemen, but I was honestly impressed with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to open up to the table. Give me some thoughts from this Indianapolis Patriots game from Saturday. Go ahead, Mike. Um, I will say... They didn't really have to put the ball in the air that much. They just let Jonathan Taylor wash the, the Patriots. <laughs> and you, you know I love a team that can run the football, so that's the that's the most positive thing I saw. And Mac Jones, I mean, he played okay, but he had two interceptions and he missed a lot of um, passes. He definitely has to clean that up before the playoffs or they're looking at a first-round exit. Yeah, you, I mean, which is all. I thought Mac Jones played um, pretty well. I mean, I, the two interceptions were – this. We're bad, but I mean, listen. That the thing about beating this, this Colts, yeah. I mean, the thing about beating this Colts team is that you've got to figure out a way to stop Jonathan Taylor, and for right. some reason they couldn't do that. I mean, he got 170 yards on the ground. He got whatever he wanted. I uh, I'm gonna agree with both these gentlemen. Jonathan Taylor was phenomenal. Um, shout out to this Colts offensive line, man. One of the things I didn't understand when Andrew Luck hung uh, up his hat six. was this was right when this offensive line got really good, and so mm -hmm. I mean they. There are holes like crazy for Jonathan Taylor to run through. And um, the only problem I have, I think this team's going to end up getting into the postseason. I'm not picking them to beat anybody because of Carson Wentz. But I really do like what Jonathan Taylor and the offensive line brings. Darius Leonard on the other side of the ball, they put their part in. A little bit disappointed in the Patriots. I would have liked – I think we all three picked them to win this game because we really yeah, expect yeah. them to handle their business, and they did not handle yeah. their business at all. Well, here's the thing that I didn't understand was – not that I didn't understand it. Like, they don't trust Carson Wentz at all. Yeah. Right? He only threw the ball 12 times, and it's not like they were they were playing indoors. So it's not like he's battling any weather <laughs> problems or anything. And Bro, even, even with the 12 line, I mean, Quentin Nelson is just too much. I mean, they just, they tell even, you, hey, we're going to run the ball and put yeah. a sock down your mouth. <laughs> I would have, I would have liked to see more from uh, Carson Wentz. That's why, like, getting into the playoffs is, is, a, is an interesting topic with this Colts team because if they do, You've got to be able to throw the football in the I'm NFL. You, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like one. you can't, you can't just run. Yeah, you can't just run the ball. And honestly, they're so one-dimensional. It's, it. I mean, it's hurting them because now you yeah. can just load, you know, seven guys in the box, right? Well, like, but the thing is, though, the only thing they got going for them is that this offensive line is just. I mean, New England gave them nine at sometimes, and they were yeah, just but put you, two I know, tight but ends and a fullback back there, and they said, "F you, we're running the ball." That's true. That's true. I just don't that think – I agree with you, though. I doubt – there's no way it works in the playoffs. Like, there's no way – because on on Saturday – Is I, their defense good enough to hold them off the field? You know what I'm saying? Like, because the way that, the, the way that they're playing, the football that they're playing, uh, they're, they only really theoretically have to score 14 points, 10 that's points. That's what I'm I mean, saying. It, and because, right. you know, it, and if, if their defense can step up and, and stop whoever they're playing, but like well, a Chiefs team, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, they, I, yeah, I wouldn't pick them to win that game. You'd have to pay me a lot to think they'd even have a shot. Because, I mean, yeah, Darius I Leonard, DeForest Buckner, they've that's the two. Can y'all name anybody else on that defense? I don't think I can. I mean, Quiddy Pay, the rookie. 
I you can't said, tell you, you said a da- name. You said, Dar- you said Darius Leonard? Yeah, it's really just Darius Wait, Leonard before his Buckner. That's old boy, Xavier Rhodes. <laughs> That's true. Oh, no. Wash. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I The play, well, the playoffs will be an interesting one. Oh, Kari Willis. Kari oh, Willis. there you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not it, even, I need to look at the Bucks score. They're a D, it's, it's a unit. It's not anything special. When it comes playoff time, the one dimensional is definitely going to be something to look out for. Guys, next one I want to talk about. Uh, it was, I, I'm at this point where I guess you can say it was an upset. The Titans lost to the Steelers. Real quick, let's spend about 30 seconds on this one. Kath, tell me what you saw, Steelers, Titans. Uh, Steelers need to figure something out, uh, and they did, and, and good for them. I, Titans, listen, when they lost, uh, what's his name? Um, Derrick Henry, then they, they were done. I, they, they were done. Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill played okay. He played average, uh, no touchdowns and interception. That's not going to get it done. Uh, and, and it's not like Pittsburgh did anything special, right? Like Roethlisberger only had 150 yards and they only ran the ball for 35 yards. So ding, ding, ding. defense though, defense, terrible up. game. It was like real quick. I'm gonna give you 30 seconds. Tell me what you saw Steelers, uh, Titans. Um, to be honest with y'all, I saw a disappointing football game from both sides. <laughs> We, we, Honestly, we, all, we all were on record saying that the Tennessee Titans were going to have problems whenever Derrick Henry got hurt and um, ding, 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 that happened right away. <laughs> um, I don't know. It was nothing positive to take away from this football game from neither side, honestly. I 100% agree. Uh, if agree. you get Tennessee in round one of the playoffs, you stole party. Next one I want to talk about, guys, <laughs> uh, the Bills responded for us. We asked Josh Allen to bounce back, and, I mean, I don't know what else we could add. I guess 19 for 34 is a little bit rough. Guys, real quick, let's put a minute on this one. Kat, tell me what we saw. Bills, uh, Panthers. Well, okay, I was really looking forward to this Bills game because I wanted to see the Bills respond, right? Now, I I don't put a a ton of – there's a bunch of turmoil going going on down in Carolina. Yeah, 100%. They can't figure out out who their quarterback is. Matt Rule probably is going to get fired at the end of this year. Uh, So it's not like it was a, you know, just a a, a statement win necessarily. They're 5-9, and and they don't have Christian McCaffrey, who's their best player, right? Um, You know, when when your quarterback is leading in the rushing category – with 71 yards, you you know, you probably that, – that's probably definitely a, an area that you should look at. But, uh, listen, 19 for 34, in my opinion, doesn't get it done. Uh, but here's what does get it done. Three tutties and, an inter- and one interception. Bang. Yes, sir. You know, a 91.5 QBR rating. Uh, they ran the ball well. Ding, you know, ding, ding. That's the big Ca- one. Listen, Carolina, though, Ca- Carolina – look. I think Carolina looks better with Cam Newton. I don't know why Matt Rule keeps benching him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he throws I, one bad ball, and Matt Rule puts him on the bench. Like The easiest thing I can do with Carolina is just simply not talk about him because I have absolutely no clue in what the hell they're doing in that organization. I don't know either. I don't know hey. what they're doing. <laughs> Mike, 30 seconds real quick. Tell me what we saw Bill's Panthers. Um, I saw Carolina. If they don't – kind of like what Kat said, if they don't get something figured out, they're going to go in the wrong direction and end up at last in our division for the year. And um, in the Bills, they're giving me a little bit more confidence, being able to sustain some offense. You know what I'm saying, and uh, scoring the ball. So playoffs come, the Bills will definitely be a threat in the AFC. I love it. I love it. I agree, both these gentlemen. Um, I think Buffalo goes as far as Josh Allen takes them. Was great to see Devin Singletary have some life last night. Uh, I don't think that will continue because Carolina has some issues stopping the run. But uh, push comes to shove in the playoffs. I like Josh Allen. I'm not too worried. Guys, next one I want to talk about, uh, this one I really want to spend a couple of minutes on, or no, not even a couple of minutes. Real quick, uh, my Cowboys took care of a really bad Giants team. The defense looked good. Um, Dak is not comeback player of the year, by the way. That is Nick Bosa. I saw some love for Dak Prescott being comeback. No, that is Nick Bosa. But uh, anyway, I liked what I saw from this defense. The running, I guess we ran the ball. It was nice to see. I have... We keep winning games and my confidence level is going down, which is not a good thing. But uh, 
I guess we're one step closer to the postseason and division title. Gentlemen, real quick, Mike, 30 seconds. What do you see from my Cowboys? Um, Again, offense not giving me much confidence. It's no, it's no excuse why y'all shouldn't be scoring over 28 or 35 points a game with this unit that y'all are pushing out every week. But um, I don't know. Dak Prescott's time is still – I mean, he did better in terms of accuracy this week, but – I don't know. He just doesn't look as electrifying as he was, you know, the first couple of weeks of the season. Um, sure. This was a bad Giants team. Y'all did what y'all needed to do. So and no Danny oh. Dimes, bro. They had Mike Glennon out there. Who they yeah. benched. <laughs> uh, and with us taking care of the Buccaneers last night, huh? Y'all might come make a run for that one seed. Woo! Don't do well, that. Yeah, to me. and then the and then and then the Cardinals losing. That's why the Bucks game was such a big loss for them because they could have they could have whacked up that one seed. Uh, I, listen, Dak Prescott is uh, he played well yesterday. Uh, I mean, two seventeen. He didn't play great, great, but here's what I think the key he is. He played for Dak you guys. Prescott football. <laughs> yeah, I think the key for I think the key for you guys is number one, uh, is Tony Pollard gonna be here? You know, is he gonna be here for the for the remaining three games and then into the postseason? And then on top of that, um, obviously CeeDee Lamb and, and Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper are gonna get looks, but I really like what I what how the Cowboys are involving Dal- uh, Dalton Schultz. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I, I think he's a playmaker and he's honestly one of my favorite guys on that team. So, um, well, listen, your defense stepped up. You took care of a team that you should have taken care of. And, and I mean, that's that move on to week 16. hundred percent agree, gentlemen. I love it. I do not love what I see from that team. Like I said, confidence is going down as the winds go up, which doesn't make sense. Anyway, moving on gentlemen, I got to talk about what was a hell of a shocker over the weekend. Uh, Jared Goff and his Detroit lions went ahead and took care of what should have been the one seed Arizona Cardinals guys. Tell me anybody watch this game. Yep. Tell me what you saw, Cap. Tell me what you saw. I did, I was not uh, fortunate enough. I saw Arizona get shut out for for the uh, in the first half, and that was that was a big shocker for me. I think the biggest thing that you can that you can point your finger to is number one. I I guess Detroit's defense is a lot better than what we probably we may give them credit for. I mean, look at the game against the Vikings, how we lost that game too. Their defense yeah, stepped up okay, when they needed okay. them to step up. I don't think that Kyler Murray necessarily played bad. 23 for 41, 257, a touchdown and interception. Uh, I, I will say that Kyler Murray, uh, he is kind of like a Patrick Mahomes where he makes some stupid throws sometimes <laughs> and some dumb decisions. Uh, but, I mean, I mean, listen, if you uh, for the Cardinals, like if you look at their losses and you go and look at the box score, you don't understand how they lose games. Mm-hmm. You, just don't, you, just, you just don't understand how they lose games. Uh, they need to score when they get down to the red zone. They need to ding, take care ding, of the ding. football better, and their defense needs to step up and not give a two and eleven Detroit Lions team have them drop thirty on their head. That is not acceptable. And have Jared Goff go twenty one of twenty six. Like that's incredible. Dink and Dunk, you can say that all you want, but he had a but he had a hundred, but he had hundred and forty QBR, two sixteen, three tutties, and no interceptions. That cannot happen. All of <laughs> was was Sean McVay on that sideline? I don't think so. That is. Mike, real quick, 30 seconds. Tell me what we saw in Detroit, Arizona. I mean, Cap is a hard act to follow every time. I mean, he really hit everything <laughs> on the nail. Um, the, the Detroit Lions got what, whatever whatever they wanted with the run and the pass. I mean, I agree. Craig Reynolds had 112 yards on the ground. And shout and out Jared, to Craig Reynolds, too. He made some fantasy owners real happy this week coming out of absolute nowhere. <laughs> I mean, and Jared Goff turning in a Hall of Fame <laughs> performance. <laughs> so, I mean, but now, in all seriousness, the Cardinals, Um, is it alarm time, gentlemen? You know we like to do no, that on the show. No, no, you don't no, think no, it's I, alarm time? Going into I was about to say, that was going to be my take is because I was going to say I'm Arizona Cardinal hater number one on this show, and I'm not worried about Arizona. This is one bad week, man, and 
uh, like I said about, remember we talked about Robert Sala last episode and I told y'all the one thing I liked about Dan Campbell was like every single week, these Detroit lions come out and they play hard football. And that's what they did. Yeah. I hope that he, I hope that they don't fire him. I hope, hope don't please, please don't. I mean, this man, if, even if you lose out the rest of the way, the fact that you have two wins is a miracle. Okay. Let's. And the fact that you, like you beat arguably two playoff teams, right? Like even if Minnesota doesn't go to the playoffs, they're arguably a uh, playoff team. Right. In Arizona, with, uh, the Pittsburgh, your tie is even nice. I mean, like I, exactly. I see signs from this team. Don't fire Dan yep. Campbell. Do not yep. fire Dan Campbell. Guys, next one I want to talk about. Uh, this one is kind of bad for Kath. Good for Kath. Uh, Mike. I don't know. The say the 49ers beat the Falcons last night. They moved to eight and six. It was a big win, guys. What do we see from the 49ers? What do we see from Jimmy G, gentlemen? Mike, you get me started this time. Uh, yeah. What it looks like is Jimmy G played. I mean, he did his job. 18 for 23, 135. <laughs> yes, I mean, they ran the damn football. So that's always a plus in my book. The Falcons. Um, this is a <laughs> here. Do you think they should move on from Matt Ryan after this? It's time to go, man. Yep. I'm sorry. It it's time to go. I didn't want to be that guy, mud. but it looks like it's time to pull that alarm. Yeah, um, we're stuck in the mud. Yeah. they. I mean, after losing Calvin Ridley, that was like their last hope. It looks like they've just been going down <laughs> there. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's, yeah. pretty much, that's pretty much I, it. I, I don't see a way that the uh, Vikings get into into the playoffs. Uh, the 49ers oh, yeah. arguably will probably win out um, the Viking, and, and they have that tiebreaker. So, and even if they lose a game, we will also probably lose a game against Green Bay. Uh, and they, and again, if, if we go in and tie, they have the tiebreaker, so that they're gonna they're gonna get in. So that was that was the nail in the coffin for me on, in the Vikings whenever we lost to. Um, San Fran, and I knew that it was going to play out this way. I just he did say that on the show. Yeah, way, so. came on the pod and said that direct quote. And I, unfortunately, as much as I've I've tried and tried and tried to hold out hope for his Vikings, I'm going to have to agree with him. This win looks like the nail for his Vikings. Unfortunately, this win, and this is going to transition us into our next game. It's going to open the door for somebody else, man. It is going to, and I, and I think the football team's going to lose tomorrow, and it's really going to open the door. Mike, tell me <laughs> what the hell happened on Sunday Night Football. Hey, hey, you our, tell hey me. Our, our defense turned in a master, a master class performance. Shut out master Tom class. Brady for the first time in 15, 15 let me repeat, 15 oh years. We put together a master class, man. Oh it was nothing. I mean, God. they couldn't do nothing against us. They, they couldn't, couldn't run the football. They couldn't throw the damn football. Given uh -huh. they were down a couple of receivers, but hell, we're down half our team and we're coming out. <laughs> tell them, tell them, Mike. And we're tell coming him. out here and competing every week. <laughs> you know, we get and we got and we're still alive for the playoffs. Remember, if we go to an earlier episode, David Kath, he said we ain't making the playoffs, and I stood yeah. up. And said, we're we're it, I'm telling you, man, we're still alive, baby. We're gonna get into these playoffs. I don't I'm care. telling you, they getting in. I agree 110. <laughs> percent We only play one football game. The Eagles. If we they only play one playoff football game this season, it'll I don't be give a damn. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Washington is gonna lose to the Eagles tomorrow, and the Saints are gonna have the inside track to that seven seed. Mm. Oh, I, I don't know what's gonna happen when they get in, but I think they're hopefully we come to Dallas and play the. Hopefully y'all come to Dallas. I would really—that's what we need. I'm not gonna lie, but hey, we would need to all say, attend that damn football game, right? Oh man, don't do that to me, Mikey. Don't do that. Let me let me talk about this game real quick. One thing, because y'all know Tom's my MVP. And oh, God, man. he looked so bad. They oh, were, it was breaking surface Pratt for a reason because it was ugly. It was ugly. It was choppy too. And the thing is, is like at, interception at point, and a fumble for Tom. At this point in the in his Tampa career, I expect a little bit of more of fluidity. The offense is Tom's now. You know what I'm saying? And we did not get right. that at all last night. Kaz, real quick, tell me what you saw real quick. 
Hey, Mike, listen, you you touched on it. They were not missing. I, I don't care what anybody says. They had Chris Godwin, uh, Gronk, and they had Mike Evans. Right. <laughs> the, you cannot blame this loss if you're a Bucks fan on the fact that you didn't have your full team. Bro, and even you when they argue don't, with you still have Tom Brady, bro. Shut your mouth and ex- win the football exa- game. <laughs> exactly. You've got, the, you've got arguably the greatest quarterback of all, of all time. Oh, no, so. not even arguably. You do. Like, or, shut or up and the, win the football Or the greatest – yeah, yeah, exactly. Shut up and beat a team that you should have beaten. No offense, Mike, but they should have waxed you off the floor. You no know head coach, like bro. They didn't even have they. they exactly, they didn't even head, no oh Sean Payton. Dub. So hey, listen, Mike, I'm <laughs> I'm real I'm real happy for you. I'm real happy for these Saints. It's gonna be. I, I hope that they make the playoffs. I do uh, too. Uh, you can say, you can say that you know you don't want them to make the playoffs. You want them to have a high draft pick. I get that. I, I understand that. But listen, the fact that you've won seven games with thirty percent of your out. team oh for God. the vast majority of the year, good. Well, if I'm being honest, if I, you could, well, granted, we don't, we won't do this because wins are really important in the NFL, bro. You could give an argument for Sean Payton being coach of the year because what the fact that this Saints team is seven and seven is. I guess I, I guess Cliff Kingsbury's not in the NFL anymore. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, like I said, it won't happen. It won't happen. But you could definitely make an argument that the fact that this Saints team has won seven games is insane the trevor simeon month was just terminal and so shout out to mike saint it was a big win real quick uh, we did lose chris godwin for the rest of the regular season and maybe the playoffs that is a pretty big injury for tampa bay so we'll yeah, keep that is. update coming in as maybe he mits, gets back for the playoffs but he is done for the regular season guys the next one i want to talk about opening up the mvp conversation since my boy tom decided to drop a stinker a a ron rogers those green bay packers they found a way to win Mike, I'm going to start with you. Tell me what we saw from A.A. Ron and these Packers, man. Hey, that was a good football game. Um, Hell yeah. The Ravens came to play, but the Packers found a way to do it. I mean, they had their second string, but that didn't stop them. I mean, I think he played phenomenal for a second string quarterback. Um, He was played for 40. He had 215 and two touchdowns, and he didn't really turn the ball over. And he played, um, you know, in the red zone. He was really calm and patient a a bunch of those times. So they turned in a good game. Um, I still have confidence in Baltimore, even if Lamar gets back or, you know, whatever's going on there. But from the Packers, um, they're they're definitely going to be a force in the NFC. Um, Offense looked good. They didn't run the ball that much, so, you know, that's hard for me to uh, stomach, but they took care of it in the air. So, I don't know. Um, NFC, look out for look out for Green Bay whenever these playoffs start. Kathy, hey. your turn. Tell me what you see. Tell me what you see. Shout out to you, Calvin, by the way. These are phenomenal transitions that you're coming up with out of here. I guess that sun out there in, in Honolulu <laughs> is getting you kind of... I'm cooking with it, huh? I, I know. <laughs> but, no, but, but no, man, no, man. I, I, you know, for me, I, you guys know my feeling about uh, them going for two. Um, it was a failed two-point oh, yeah, conversion, and all one. and all I'm going to say is this right here: uh, you can you can say that Harbaugh is an idiot, you can say that it was a bad call, it was a bad decision, but a they wouldn't have been in that position if they would have taken the points in the first quarter. That ding, ding, taken. ding. And and b it's only a bad decision because it didn't work. It ding, been, ding, it, ding. It, it would two, it, two people, right there. People would have people would have thrown him into the coach of the year conversation if they would have if they would have beaten this <laughs> Packers team without Lamar <laughs> because they went for two at the very end. Yeah. So in 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 my mind is how I think about it. If you are a team that, regardless of where you're playing at, if you're a team that is worse than the team that you're playing, and and the Packers are better than the Ravens, I think anybody can anybody can tell you that. Uh, right. You don't want to go into overtime, especially with a Hall of Fame quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, who just came off his best season ever last year, who's putting up comparable numbers this year to his last season, which he's in the MVP conversation now. You go for it, and it, that's what I would do. I would go for it, get rid of it, get the game over with. If you lose, then w- what the hell did you lose? Nobody picked you to win the game anyways. 
And if you win, well, now, now you're nine and five instead of eight and six. Well, the biggest thing I saw from this game was a what Cap said at the end of the game. The two point conversion was, I mean, the the only issue I had with Baltimore was I think even if they hit the two point conversion, there was forty two seconds on the clock, and I believe Aaron Rodgers still had two timeouts, so I had a feeling they were going to lose that game anyway. But that's not even important because that's a what if. The biggest thing I took away from this game, gentlemen. The Ravens double teamed Devontae Adams, did everything the they could game. to took him out the game, and the Packers still put up 31 points. Aaron Rodgers still put up 268 and three T. When I yep. saw, like I saw at the beginning that they were doing the double stacked on him, which was it's been a long time. Guys, can y'all remember that yeah. since Megatron? I can't no. think of an it's been a long time. It's like it was like it was Megatron, and then before that it was T.O. Yeah, they would been, they would stack him and Randy and Moss. They the would Randy stack rules, him, but, hell yeah. It's been yeah. a long time since I've seen somebody stacked in this NFL, and they gave him double the entire game. God, that's so much respect, bro. 30. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. That is insane. God. That is it. Like it is, and that's what Aaron Rodgers said after the game. He gave Devontae yeah. Adams his flowers and he told him, bro, like that is that is the upper echelon of respect, bro. Because like I said, I can't think of somebody else who's got that treatment since Megatron. And what Megatron did was, I mean, thank God Detroit was so bad because if not, Megatron would have done so much yeah. more damage. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I really do feel like it was great to see, man. They the Packers got every possession. They anytime they needed to score, the run game was dead, and their best receiver was double teamed, but they still found a way to win. Like if you're gonna tell me that going to the playoffs, I'm feeling really yeah. damn good about this football team. And it's and it's not like the it's not like the Ravens are a bad football team either. So ding, they ding, found ding. a way That's to a win. Defense. Yeah, they found That's a way to win defense. against a against a good against a good uh a good team without their best player. Uh, I mean Devontae, I mean he still put up 44 yards, but. But listen, MVS, that's what they needed. They needed somebody. They needed Val, uh, Valdez Scantling mm-hmm. to step up. They need uh, Lazar to step up, Mercedes Lewis to step up, especially whenever Devontae's not getting the looks like he usually gets. So six six receptions for 44 yards, and they still won against a good Baltimore team on the road. I, you know, you if you're a Packers fan, man, you're feeling really good. You arguably, I mean, you could be 14-3 and three by the end of, you know, going into the playoffs. And that's, that's a good sign right there, man. I will um... – the I really want my Cowboys to be the one seed just because we're not competent enough to win playoff games. But at the rate that Green Bay's on, it's going to be impossible to catch. I I really going to have a hard time picking them to lose the rest of the way. I know they have Cleveland next week. But look uh, at the way Cleveland. Cleveland's playing right now, currently, yeah, right, right now. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> with, now granted they they're playing with like the third string quarterback but even if they were completely clear who healthy, i wouldn't with. i wouldn't pick them to beat green bay and then they've got Cavs vikings which is prime time that's a coin flip it could go either way Cavs vikings could definitely compete and maybe win that football game they play then, listen the browns play with a third string quarterback every week even when they <laughs> third string quarterback oh, that's so they've been playing they've that's been playing cold that was third, cheap that was they've been cheap. playing with a third string quarterback all year <laughs> tough but anyway like i said i i'm the Lions, I mean, I guess they could shock Green Bay too, but I, I really do think Green Bay is going to roll their way rest of the way down to this regular season. Okay. Guys, real quick, while we're speaking on the that division, I want to talk about a game that is to, that is today. And uh, while, yes, um, Oakland and Cleveland are playing right now, I have no interest in talking about that game whatsoever. Neither do these gentlemen. <laughs> Cleveland's not for real. Oakland's not for real. Or Las Vegas, not for real. Screw that game. Moving on. Anyway, <laughs> a game I do actually care about. Now, granted, Cav did say that the, the nail is in the playoff hopes. His Vikings do have the Bears tonight. Cav, I would love a game pick for you. What are you feeling tonight? <laughs> uh, I, think the, I think the Vikings will come out and win. Yes, sir. Uh, and listen, I, I I wouldn't. I'm not saying that it's impossible for us to get into the playoffs. That is but true. We've made, the but we've is made it very there. difficult. We've uh-huh. made it very difficult on ourselves. You know, we're playing in Chicago. Uh, the line is minus seven. Us. It's a bad four and uh, four and nine Bears team. Um, they're two and four at home. 
Dalvin Cook is back. So, I mean, he's been back, but hopefully Kirk Cousins can – listen, just hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook. Holy hell. I mean, <laughs> Get it's out not the even way. that hard. Seriously. But, <laughs> Mike and, then throw, and then throw, and then throw like a th- – throw one of those fade balls to Justin Jefferson and, and he'll catch All right, because he'll so, dunk on anybody. It don't matter who yep. you put back there. He'll dunk on him. So, Best let him have a goal. Yeah, I won't go all there, but I agree. He's definitely top five. <laughs> Mike, go ahead. Uh, give me a game pick for tonight. Who you got? Uh, yeah, I got Cats, Vikings. There's no reason why they shouldn't win this game. Come out, run the ball, uh, throw when you have to, and take care of business. It's simple. 100% agree. I'm taking Vikings big, just like these two gentlemen. Guys, the next one, unfortunately, we have to talk about it because the football team's in the playoff mix. The football team and the Eagles play tomorrow. Uh, Mike, give me a game pick. Who you got, the football team or the Eagles? Hopefully, I got the Eagles, man. Make it easier for us to get into the playoffs. Oh, 110%. So, yeah, I'm going Eagles. But um, no, in all seriousness, I really think the Eagles are going to come out here and win this football game. I think so. Kath, what about you? Give me a game pick for the, to tomorrow, Washington and the Eagles. I'm kind of torn on it. The line is minus six and a half Philly. So obviously Vegas thinks that Philly's going to come out and dominate the game. If Washington can stop Jalen Hurts from doing what Jalen Hurts does, mm-hmm. um, I think Washington has a very good chance. I mean, their defense is good. So, but they're playing in Philly. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Philadelphia. I'll say they'll win by three points. Hey, quick uh, move. Uh, his, his he has an ankle injury. So oh, is he, he not playing? playing? No, he's still no, going to start, no, but going. he has an ankle, so his mobility might be a little messed up. That's the one I'm going to say. Washington has no Taylor Heineke, which means I think uh, Kyle Allen is the backup, if I'm not mistaken, and he is absolutely mm. terrible. So I'm going to take the Eagles to win this game. Um, what about Haskins? Is he not there anymore? No, he is uh, sitting on that Pittsburgh bench. You don't remember that oh, whole fume out last year? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and I remember – we just talked about it on the show. What was that, like last episode or something? Yeah, yeah. Wayne Haskins, the answer? No. No. <laughs> That's Real tough. quick, guys, one more before we bounce off the league. I do have another game tomorrow because uh, COVID is killing the NFL right now. I got Seahawks, Rams. Uh, I'm not going to start with Cavs because I already know who he's picking. Mike, Seahawks, Rams, who you got? I mean, there's no excuse for the Rams not to win this football game. They're getting a few players back. Uh, Jalen Ramsey off the COVID list. Uh, they should come out. I think they should come out and put a statement down going into these, um, you know, these last season games. Kath, what about you? You think your boy DK is going to go crazy tomorrow or tomorrow night, get himself a win? Here's what I want to say. Say, I really want to pick the Seahawks, but they don't have Tyler Lockett. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go. He's out, isn't he? He is. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, so, no, screw it. Screw it. I've got Seahawks by th- by three. Okay. Okay. I am I am not as bold as he okay. is because when Tyler Lockett is out, Jalen Ramsey on DK Metcalf, I'll take Jalen Ramsey big. And, uh, I'm going to take the Rams to win this game. Like Mike said, I, the Rams need a statement. And, gentlemen, the real big news from this game is if the Rams win this game, they go tie at the top of the division, which means – Yeah, but here's the thing, though. They've – they. I mean, I mean, listen, listen, listen. The Seahawks the, la- the Seahawks, the last five games are two and three, and the same thing for the Rams. They're also 100%. two and three. So, I mean, it's not, that's not saying much because the Seahawks hadn't beaten anybody. But <laughs> at the same time, too – I don't know. Maybe maybe Pete Carroll can rile and rile his team up, and Russell Wilson can throw for 515 yards, and DK Metcalf oh, can come wow. down about 300 of them. <laughs> wow! Real That's quick, their only um, chance. Kath, I know how much you've got love for those Cardinals. Do you have any fear with those Rams starting to breathe down their neck? Um, I don't have any. Uh, I don't know. Without D Hop, it's it's really hard to say where these Cardinals are going to be. Uh, I, agree. I don't even know. Like you can look at a lot of teams and say, okay, that's their identity. What's the Cardinals' identity? That little short guy in the backfield, I guess. Right, but if you take one of his weapons away, then that means that 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 your identity is different, right? So yeah, very uh, true. Then it then it goes into you know obviously offensive. Uh, well, that old you know, line which, is terrible too. I didn't think about that. 
what you call like what you call on the offense is comparable to what you call on the defense side, yeah, right? 100%. So if if there you're going to be more uh, conservative if your team cannot put up as many points, right? So I'm it's going to be interesting to see what this Cardinals defense does if they're going to be more conservative. They were very conservative, and I guess that was because they didn't have uh, D Hop for the uh, the last. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't tell you, <laughs> but they're they should be worried. They win this. They're tied with them. Yeah, so. and uh, well, that one they split this even series, uh, season series too. So that one really just comes down to straight up record. So it, that one will right. be an interesting one all the way down the run, guys. Real quick, I gotta spin us. I want to take this last 10, 15 minutes. I want to talk about the National Basketball Association because we had um some big injury news, some big injury news for a Showtime uh-huh. favorite right here, Mike's Lakers. Uh, Anthony Street closed Davis went ahead and uh, banged up his knee. <laughs> And he's going to be out for four weeks, but we know how Anthony Davis does. Four weeks is code word for three and a half months. So, Mike, tell me, are you worried right. about Anthony Street Close Davis and your, and your Los Angeles Lakers? Sure, they put in a nice game against the Bulls. I'm being real mean for no reason, aren't I? Yeah, they, I mean, they did put in a nice game without Anthony Davis. They really competed in that game and almost won the damn game. But, um, you know, the Bulls were able to make some good shots down the stretch. But anywho, for Anthony Davis, um, there's been a lot of rumors coming out that, you know, they might wind up him, you know so uh, it's just a headache man because you know it's one side of me that says okay it's not his fault he's getting hurt you know what i'm saying yeah the other side of me i I, you know i want to win basketball games (laughs) so it's kind of hard man because i mean he hadn't been playing like himself so hopefully he can take this time and really get really healthy and hopefully i disagree with you mike i I think it is his fault i think it is is. wow okay okay let me tell me why tell me why I think it is it's because you look at a guy like LeBron James who's been in the league for almost 20 years and and you can name probably two injuries that have kept him out longer than a two or three week span 100%. right So uh, I, and I get it that everybody's body's different and he's a bigger guy Anthony Davis is he's what 6'11 damn near 100%. 7 feet I get I get that 100%. but you can also look at a why, why is Jokic not ever out you can look at a ton okay, of 7 footers okay, right okay. here's yeah. the biggest here's the biggest thing whenever it comes to bodies in professional sports are you going to take care of your body are you going to do what you need to do so that you don't miss games. Look at LeBron James spending over – what is he? He's like 2 or $3 million a year on his body. Russell yeah. Wilson spends over a million dollars on his body, right? right. Yes. Why can't Anthony Davis do that? I why, actually, can he, why can he not play a full season without missing any kind of time, like significant amount of time? You know, missing two or three games, you know, in a row. Because nobody plays 82. There. That's a good point. Nobody yeah, plays that's, 82. That's different. But missing four and a half weeks – is what it's it, probably it's going to be five or six weeks. It's probably you know what how he be. does. You know how he does. Why is like and, and then on on these injuries? Why do they take so damn long to come back? That's what I'm saying, bro. He bro, because my thing with AD, Mike, tell me uh, the the two times he's got hurt in LA is he hit his recovery time either time. No. Okay, <laughs> let's go to New Orleans. The four times he got seriously no. injured in New Orleans that he once hit his injury no. recovery time. Nah, definitely no. not. So he is 0 for 6. I may, I might be missing some major injuries. He might have a couple more major injuries, but I can only think of the six on my head, and every single time I can think of, he has missed his recovery time. So I am worried about Anthony Street Close Davis. Guys, I'm about to give you all a really hot take right here, gentlemen. I want to hear what you all think about it because I drew this one up when I was sitting in the car this morning. I do believe there are two teams, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Charlotte Hornets, who are Miles Turner away from being serial, serial winners in this league. I know I don't know if y'all watched the Hornets game yesterday, but the Hornets cannot defend the rim at all. They have right. absolutely no rim. They give up layup galore. I think if the Hornets, and I know we don't talk about the Hornets a lot. I'm not a big ball fan. If the Hornets can add Miles Turner, he would 
change the projection of their season dramatically. And I also think that's 100% true for your Lakers, too. With Anthony Davis going out, I think if you can bring Miles Turner in to run the pick and pop with uh, LeBron and protect the rim, your Lakers Definitely. are 110% real. But unfortunately, you because don't have Because AD, when he was in, he wasn't even protecting the rim. Right. Yeah, yeah, even, right. Even, yeah even when AD's in there, he's not protecting the rim very much. I, I really think whoever – and now, granted, the Indianapolis situ- – or Indianapolis, the Indiana situation has changed a little bit as they kind of pulled back from the fire sale everyone. But if Miles Turner is available and the Lakers can find a way to swing them into taking that deal with it, if it's all of your bench players, who cares? Give them all away because you cannot protect the rim to save your life right now. And I think he would add the space to the floor too, but I really don't want him to go there. I want him to go to Charlotte. And I think, I think if he goes to Charlotte guys, I know I don't talk about this team a lot and I know they got mopped last night by Phoenix, but if you add miles Turner, I think that is, that is hundred percent the missing. I think if you could plug Miles Turner's in, it'd really solve the the biggest question mark the Charlotte Hornets have. And I really like the team that's around him, guys. What do we think about Miles Turner to the Charlotte Hornets? Um, well, what obviously, think, I obviously I'd like him to go to my Lakers, but I mean I, I can see how that could fit as well. Um, definitely the only thing is he kind of um, you know, he shrinks the floor because he's not one of those shooting big men. He's more of a, you know, paint close to the hey, rim kind of guy. Let's give him some love. He's shooting 33% from behind the line. Let me double check that number for you. But it's creeping up on us. It's creeping up on us, gentlemen. Really? So he's gotten his jump shot in check. It's it's I wouldn't I, say I would like him. I would like him on my Lakers. So hopefully you that, really that would. doesn't, yeah. doesn't uh, fall through and he can, you know, play in the lake show. Okay, what about you? Where do you like Miles Turner? All right, now my cast screw you. We don't have to talk about Miles Turner. I'm going to go ahead and move us in another direction. Talk about my my struggling. Is it have. stupid? Is it? St- hey, can you hear me? Oh, sorry. There he is. Hey, okay. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it's interesting. Is it is it stupid to say that he could go to the Warriors? No, uh, it is definitely not. They have plenty of capital. That shit. They have the most capital in the league. That will hurt. So that. that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that is that a, a, a far-fetched idea there or, or or what? Well, the only issue I have with Golden State is they do they're really high on James Wiseman. And I don't know how how good they would feel about bringing in another center to because I mean that would mean James Wiseman's going to the bench. Is James Wiseman playing? Very true. Very true. Okay, he did just get activated from the G League, so he's back any day now. But I give you what you're saying. He has not stayed healthy. That is that is very yeah. true. Guys, real quick, before we get off of the NBA, I got to talk about a team that is in fumes right now. I, I don't think anybody would disagree. They are absolutely in the gutter, and it is my Dallas Mavericks. As we <laughs> desperately wait for Luka Doncic to return from injury, we dropped another one on yesterday mm. as the Timberwolves found a way to beat us. KP got absolutely bullied by, uh, what's his name, Carl Anthony. Bro, by the way, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, you are not the greatest shooting big of all time, bro. You suck. Dirk is... 30 times, 40 times, 50 times better than you, bro. Shut your mouth. That was absolute blasphemy. I never want to hear that again. You're not Ooh. even remotely close to the shooter that Dirk Nowitzki is. I don't care what the NBA I knew that was seven coming. threes a game. That is absolute <laughs> blasphemy, bro. Just It's terrible. Shut your mouth. But anyway, it was a good win for him yesterday. And those Timberwolves, my Mavs are struggling. Uh, I get the Monday win was nice, but that was a long time ago, guys. We, we need Luka Doncic <laughs> to get back ASAP to get this boat back afloat. Anybody want to give me some comments on my Mavs? Uh, yeah, KP played terrible. KP, I'm telling you, bro, he got bullied by Cat, bro. Hey, bro, Cat disrespected the Dallas GOAT and then disrespected the current team, too. Like, I don't know how much worse it can get in one night, man. And Hardaway Jr. was four from 13 from three. Ding, ding, ding. What you got for me, Cat? What you got for me? Y'all suck. I mean, I, that, that about does it. I don't even think you need any more than that. That's it. Y'all suck. 
I 110% agree. We are fuming. Hopefully, like I said, Luca gets back eventually. Guys, the NBA is just getting absolutely beaten the hell up by COVID right now. Um, if you turn a game on, there's no promise of who you're going to see play where, and there's no promise yep. that you won't see things. Like, I mean, Detroit beat the Heat on over the weekend. I mean, the way the way that COVID's got these rosters, and granted, some of it is real injuries too, but they did rework protocol. Hopefully that, that solves keeping some guys on the court. But I mean, if, if, if you want to win basketball games right now, bro, just uh, stay home. I think that's the best thing for you because <laughs> if you can just stay on the court, you're going to find, you're going to trip your way into a couple of wins. Guys, real yep. quick, I'm going to move us into our end of our segment here. I'm going to go with uh, some winners and losers from over the weekend, Mikey. I'm going to get started with you. Give me a winner and a loser, big man. And winner, my goddamn Saints. I was going to say, I could have done this myself. <laughs> Let me say it again. Pitching a shutout on Tom Brady for the first time in 15 yes, years. Great. Um, losers, definitely the Arizona Cardinals. Um, it's getting Damn, close. son. Take up, take mine. God. Stall. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the Arizona Cardinals. I um, I – I, I know I'm alone on this one, but I think we're getting close to alarm time coming into these playoffs for the Cardinals. Okay. okay. Kath, go ahead. I'm going to throw it to you. Give me a winner and loser. Yeah, don't don't talk about Kath's uh, Cardinals like that, Mike. That's a show sin. That is a show sin. <laughs> Just ahead, Kath, you yeah, no. Uh, listen, I think I'm going to go loser here first because, um, you know, I, I – I can't really think of a winner because it wasn't really great sports over the weekend. Um, I, I think the loser is going to be the Lakers with losing Anthony Davis. Um, yeah, that's number okay. one. Uh, what he brings to the court, whether you want to agree with it or not, he opens the floor up um, and somebody has to guard him. So, uh, and he's, he's a top five player in the NBA whenever he's healthy. I'm going to go with Mike Saints. I, I, that's cheap because he already said it, but I think it's Mike yeah, they Saints. Deserve it. They deserve it. They deserve it. Yeah, they, they deserve it. Like he said, Pitching a shutout against Tom Brady, first time in 15 years. He just he did just get named Pro Bowl, uh, into the Pro Bowl. Yes, sir. Uh, so, 15 time Pro Bowl never been done before. But um, <laughs> shout out to those shout out to those uh, them boys down there in the Bayou. Yes, sir. Hey, they, them Saints did they thing 110 percent. Guys, winner for me. I'm gonna go. Mm, I'm gonna go with Patrick Sertan. We talked about this one a little bit before the show. Um, Patrick Sertan is now eight or nine weeks of just real quality football, even with the banged up time. We watched him put on a – now, granted, the Broncos lost, but they've, they've got no quarterback. I'm pretty sure Drew Locke played in that game, and if Drew Locke plays, you have no shot to win. But Hey, but if hey, you prayers have, up to um, Teddy Bridgewater, man. That was a, yeah, yeah, that 100%. was awful, man. That was – dude, that's – that's Wait, he got – Somebody he got getting hurt? carted off. Oh, he got yeah, carted, he got carted off. off. I did not see that. I just saw that Drew Locke played. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. We'll send our but I've heard some positive things, um, you know, following – Sounds like you he's know. gonna bounce back. What is it? Y'all know, yeah. like knee, ankle, head. No, it was like a, it was like a concussion. I, he got knocked out. Oh, okay. okay. And they had to yeah. like remove yeah. his face mask. Definitely and gonna have to send some prayers that way. Then Teddy B, uh, you're not elite, but I mean, we do like watching you play. But anyway, but, but we got sidetracked right there. Uh, Jamar Chase yeah, that was, catch three. That yards. was so disrespectful, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be all right. I believe in Teddy B. We'll see you soon, big dog. And but uh, like I said, Patrick Sertan, what I've seen from him these past couple of weeks, it's been phenomenal. And I really wanted my Cowboys. Now, granted, we we found ourselves an absolute star with Michael yeah. Parsons. Don't get me wrong there, but you I'm wouldn't really, have gone wrong either way. I will yeah, tell you that much. A hundred percent. It was a win win either way. So I'm really I'm really happy for what I've seen for Patrick Sertan. Guys, my loser. I'm going to go across the water real quick. I'm going to make I'm going to make Liverpool my loser. They did drop. some. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And uh, granted, we had some spotty refereeing in that game, but I'm not really going to care because I don't blame it on it. Reds. I ate the Reds. I ate the Reds. I ate the Reds. So it was great to see them lose. I loved or not lose tie, whatever it was dropping points is a loss for me. So screw that. Uh, it was great to see that wasn't a red card. They got outplayed. They deserved to drop points. So 
that made me really happy. And they're going to be my loser going into this Monday. Guys, real quick, I'm going to open us up for some final takes. Mike, tell me one thing we saw over the weekend that we didn't talk about during the showtime. Um, that we didn't talk about. Yeah, that we didn't talk about. We missed anything from Mikey. We get. Nah, I don't think we so missed we anything. I mean, my final take is going to be Saints playoffs hopes are still <laughs> alive, man. Saints go all the way. Saints they, go all the way. Hundred percent, they are. Uh, Cap, all the ahead. way to what? Like, like the first round or what? They're gonna win the Super Bowl, Mike. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I, told you, I was gonna I get excited. Was, I'm like, not gonna double. Back. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> He said, yeah, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to avoid, I'm going to avoid being a TV voice. I won't retake my take, but anyway, Kev, go ahead and uh, give me a final, give me a final take. We miss anything for you, Kev? Uh, just a little bit of college basketball stuff. Nothing really too big. Um, you know, Baylor stays atop in the AP poll. Yes, sir. Uh, Gonzaga, Gonzaga did take care of Texas Tech. It was a very poor game that we played. I will say that um, Gonzaga is a really good team because we, we shut out their two big men. We shut out Chet and um, what's his name? Drew Timmy, uh, come on, cat. Don't forget yeah, my sorry. guy. Sorry. He wasn't um, my guy over Chet, the weekend, though. <laughs> yeah, Chet and Drew Timmy, we shut them out, but they shot the three ball very well, better than they have all year. They're actually a very bad three-point uh, team. They, I think they that's shoot the biggest, like 30. Biggest problem, 100%. That's their, yeah, that's their biggest problem, but they didn't look very bad uh, whenever they played <laughs> us. So, I mean, we walked in there with a good game plan. Uh, we were within two. Uh, we were within, you know, four or five uh, uh, a lot during the game, uh, yeah. but you know, it was, it Gonzaga is a very good team. You know, there was a lot of respect that came out of the game. They averaged like 80 points a game. Um, I think they scored in the sixties, I think is what it was. So, but uh, good for them. Uh, it, it was a good loss for us. We're going to take it and we're going to move on and go into big 12 play uh, even better. So. So shout out to some uh, tech football right there, guys. I, um, I don't really have much for us. We had a great show today. Uh, we we got the Chris Godwin injury. I'm not think I'm missing anything else. We got AD as well. Uh, really. like I said, COVID's going crazy in all the leagues and we did re we work both of our rules. It looks like the NFL is just going to stop testing. So we're going to solve that problem. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, 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 pretty much. Uh, and they said the NBA um, is going to like let asymptomatic players. Uh, no, don't worry. The NBA is about to transition into the deciding not to test time too. So it looks like we're going to solve most hey, of our COVID listen, issues pretty see, quick. See, whenever you get in between these big companies money, <laughs> That's when they start doing things that the world doesn't really agree with. So, yeah, I promise you, the NFL has no intention of slashing revenue. So you remember the bit? You remember? You remember the big media was talking, you know, saying good for the NFL and NBA for you know having these harsh penalties and yada yada yada. And then now all of a sudden they're losing. They're, not, they're using losing their big name guys. Now they're just going to quit testing. So you know they could just throw it under the rug and not even care about it. I'm telling you, man, they're not playing with revenue. The, the NFL no, is not playing not. with this with this Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, no, Sunday, they Monday. Not. They do not like playing football five days a week. It is not you no, flying sir. reps coast to coast. So I promise you, they're nope. gonna find a way to get that under control. Don't worry about the NBA doing a bubble. That's not that's completely ruled out. That's not even in consideration. They're gonna figure out a way to stop testing just like the NFL is. And they'll get the lead. <laughs> They'll get the league rolling downhill pretty quick. And like I said, guys, we're it's an exciting time, man. It's an exciting time. Next, probably – so we'll be here on Wednesday. Friday, we're going to take off for Christmas. And then the next week, we'll start talking about some college football playoff. We've got NFL playoffs coming pretty soon. It is going to be jammed, packed over here on Inside the Lunch Table. Guys, give me anything else before I get out of here. Enjoy your son in Hawaii.
Ah, uh, don't yeah, you worry yeah, about it's that. Only, it's only, it's only, listen, it's only one o'clock there right now. So you still have the rest oh, of your day. Yeah, y'all best believe I'm hanging up this podcast and y'all will see my story on the beach. <laughs> I will be kicking it in the sand, <laughs> get my toes in the ocean, big boy. So on that note, I'm going to tell you gentlemen, y'all enjoy that 214. Send that love to the city of Dallas for me. I will see you guys very soon. We'll be right back here on Wednesday on Inside the Lunch Table.